0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: What is up, everybody, and welcome into to the Backliners podcast. It's Agro and barracuda as per usual here with another great episode of our phenomenal podcast that all of you like and none of you have any complaints about under any circumstances. Um, just wanted to let you guys know that this week's episode of The Backliners is, of course, brought to you by uh, Factor Meals, over all the homies over at Factor. You can check them out at go.factor75.com slash backliners or just use code backliners130 to save, you guessed it, 100 and $30. Thank you, to Factor, for sponsoring today's episode. Barry, we got some patch oh. notes to talk about. Yes, and I'm ex- I've been excited to talk about this. Number one, to remember everything that's happening um, in this patch. It's so hard to keep it all straight. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, we're talking about changes so... In, like, so many different changes in so many different timelines. Uh, you know, not like cinematic like alternate universe timelines, but like... <laughs> what we're going to do in season 10 and what's going to be going live in the next patch and bonus balance like all this kind of stuff a lot of times i kind of get a little confused um so i really like these shows because it helps me remember um and also yeah
2: i gotta retweet that it helps me remember because it's like what patch are we playing on what patch are we scrimming on what patch is live at the moment which patch do we play spl on like is this card gonna be available it's it's a lot to keep track of. I mean, yours is way worse. But Yeah, imagine
1: what you have but like four yeah. more patches like that you have to worry about. Uh, it is it has only gotten worse since I've joined the dev side for sure. Nice. Uh, but in a good way, you know. Um the 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 other reason that I was excited to talk about these patch notes was because there was a lot of they generate a lot of discussion, um you know, clearly based on the reaction from a lot of uh, content creators and the subreddit and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Um, we definitely missed on a couple of things um, and you know, we're never going to be perfect and I have no problem saying things like that. Um, but I do, I, I did think one thing was interesting and I wanted to see if you had any thought, potential thoughts on it because maybe it is just what we were just talking about. There were a lot of people that were particularly upset at the lack of nerfs for some of the top, meta items you know items Mm -hmm. like glad shield manticore spikes bluestone things like that but we typically don't do meta defining nerfs in main patches those are almost always dedicated in bonus balance um Mm -hmm. we do occasionally nerf things in full patches but it is most of the time when something is you know uh just dominating in a way that is super unhealthy for the game there's always going to be things that are the best um or it's like paired with other buffs that are supposed to go hand in hand sovereignty nerf in this patch being being an example of that that it's there you know we didn't want to do that in bonus because we wanted to make sure that supports didn't get hurt by losing that consistent hp5 source so we wanted to pair it with buffs to Sentinels and Benevolence and War Flag and all that kind of stuff. So that is typically when we do those nerfs, is only during bonus. So I was kind of surprised at how negative the the conversation was about this patch because there weren't these nerfs, but there typically aren't. Now, we it's a whole different discussion on whether there should be nerfs in that kind of stuff. I don't think it's like a, this is how it always has to be sort of rule. Um, but... That's been our operating procedure for some time. So I, I don't know. I was just kind of a little surprised. Like, do, as a player, Barra, do you think in that way, like nerfs are for bonus and buffs are for main patch, or is that like not a commonly understood thread? Because I'm not like revealing a secret. This is, we we've been very open about this for for a long time.
2: I would say it's not really a common thing, in my opinion, that most people know about. Sure. Um, and also, I think the community kind of just retweets whatever people say. Like, Yes,
1: I, that is definitely Not true. to
2: say, like, they don't have their own opinions, but I think a lot of people are driven by, like, content creators. So, if a content creator has a loud voice about something not getting nerfed, the, like, it's just going to, like, spread like wildfire, it might be. Right.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, that that's always the case about everything, for sure.
2: But, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't know, it just
1: felt a little odd to me.
2: I, yeah, I... I mean, I didn't really expect them to get nerfed, I guess, because I think of it, it feels like more of a recent thing than something that's been happening for a long time. I mean, granted, I really just started playing Smite again, like, three weeks ago, but mm-hmm. I don't remember Solider, Glad Shield being, like, that dominant beforehand, like, at the LAN as well. Um I mean, I could be wrong about that, but I don't remember them. Those items like completely running the scene. No,
1: they got they got buffed. I think those actually broke a little bit of precedent and got buffed in a bonus patch, if I remember correctly. Mm. Um, okay. And like I said, I mean, these aren't hard and fast rules. I'm sure we've done a lot of nerfing in main patches in the past. Um, we've done a lot of buffing and bonus balance uh, uh, occasionally. Um, that was an oxymoron, but <laughs> that is the typical like thing that that we have talked about doing so uh th- that amount of like expectation i guess was just and was just what caught me personally mm-hmm. um off guard a little bit but you know I, I certainly understand tank metas are typically some of the most frustrating um for players uh how, how much do it's- you as an adc player like buy into the idea that this is like a hard tank meta right now
2: honestly it doesn't really feel like a tank meta and also i might be crazy i'm probably am crazy but i have more fun in tank metas than burst metas
1: wow i was about to be really excited about the thing you said right before that and now you just oh. completely pulled the rug out from all of your your <laughs> credibility with the sentence right now i should have cut you off bro i should have stopped you right there
2: <laughs> yeah i just i don't know there's something about like the tank meadows with more of like the slower team fight less like eight hyper carries running around everywhere sure um because it makes the team fights in my opinion a bit more like structured and a bit more i guess predictable is a good word for it like Mm -hmm. i feel like i can read the team fight so much easier than like, six carries playing their own games and me trying... Like, especially in ranked. Like, I have no idea what's happening in a lot of team fights when there's that many, like, carries and people playing... Not, like, selfishly, but playing their own game, trying to make, like... Not, I guess, like, the big play, but just kind of ignoring the things around them just to make their own play, I guess. Right. Um, so I personally like the tank metas, and also I do think those items are strong. But I'm... In my opinion, they also have counters, but I'm not sure for, like the normal average newbie player if sure. they are like buying anti-heal just for soul leader
1: right like if Probably you don't not. buy
2: anti-heal then that item feels really strong if you do that item doesn't feel that strong and i agree i think it's like beadsing aries old like <laughs> i think it's like wow that god's like super op and there's no counter it's like oh there is a counter it's right here <laughs> like right just <laughs>
1: we we call that we call that a skill check like it's yeah. it's a, it's a thing that you once you've done it uh you have significantly increased your chance to win in a way that is not obvious necessarily but mm-hmm. requires you to know to do a thing um yeah and MOBAs are this this genre of a million different little skill checks all at the same time um and so it's that ten it's,
2: different players are making in the same game. Exactly, <laughs> like, um, yeah.
1: and you know, knowledge checking is is a really fine line I think to have to balance on. Um, mm-hmm. Where you want, if if everything's the same and it's all simple, then there's no point in being creative or knowing what the whole item store does and all that kind of stuff. Not that you need to know the whole item store, but knowing what your options are as your class. Um, but not making it so that if you make the wrong choice, you instantly lose, uh, mm-hmm. is like the, the fine line that I think, um, is, is what, in my opinion, um, most MOBAs go for. Uh, so yeah, maybe, maybe Soul Eater is just too much of a skill check item, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, obviously we, we react very Clearly, it's a feedback. We say we've react to feedback all the time. We're certainly hearing that amount of feedback. I can't say what, or if anything, we are planning to do. But mm-hmm. um, I did just feel like the the reaction for the lack of nerfs was maybe more dramatic than I expected. You know, that, I, I expect those things, but it was a little bit more like, oh, uh, we are doomed than than I thought we really we would get not like we are doomed but like the game is in such a terrible spot i can't believe they didn't (laughs) nerf these things like i would i was surprised at how intense that was because Uh. it's only like two weeks until bonus balance comes out right two or three weeks so it's like it's not even like you have to wait a whole patch cycle and that kind of stuff gets nerfed in bonus all the time if it's as strong as you're saying it is um Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah i don't know yeah that's just my take
2: i mean as someone who stays off of Twitter like ninety nine percent of the time and barely ever goes on Reddit. I wasn't seeing those opinions that much, sure. I guess. Sure. Um I mean people were asking me occasionally in my chat like what I felt about the patch notes, but I guess when I I was getting a lot more questions about this patch than normal patches for some reason, so I guess there has been a lot of people talking like one way or the other about the patch yeah i think it's thing. i
1: don't know uh, <laughs> well not in this way in my opinion you know i i do think that the the general player base is not as happy with this patch as they've been with some in the past and you know that's um obviously not what we're shooting for and and hopefully we can learn from it and make the next patch better it's like all that we can really do um you know i don't i don't think there's a whole lot of good in sitting around being all mad about how no one likes it uh it's just not very conducive. So, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not what I want to see, of course, um, but I want our, what we're doing to be what the players want more than I want them to just like whatever we do. So, uh, I think that this, uh, yeah, I don't know, this this turned into a much longer discussion than it needed to be. Um, Okay, let's talk about, a little bit about the new map. Obviously, you have not gotten a chance to play on it yet, uh, assuming you didn't play on PTS. um, But, the the scepter is back in the duo lane. Um, some some camp changes over there. Obviously, a bunch of new great art, all that kind of stuff. A lot of changes to like jungle camps and scorpions and solo and all that kind of stuff. Overall, what are your expectations for how this map is going to play differently than the map that everyone has been playing on?
2: Uh, for me, scepter being in duo side, I already think duo is pretty snowbally. Right now, especially with, like, Trans and Devo starters, I-, I guess with, like, anything in duo lane is pretty uh snowbally. So it's a little scary uh, if you die to an early gank, or even die to, like, an early mid-gank, and they get Scepter. If the ADC gets Scepter, they're going to run the lane. Like, that's yeah. just what it is. So I think there will be a lot more contesting around duo side now, which is pretty exciting, honestly, because... Uh... There's a lot of games where I'm just kind of like along for the ride as my team like fights over the Forbes, fights over Totems, you know, fights over mid camps, And now it's like, hey, guys, you want to come over for the Scepter? Like, <laughs> that sounds fun. So hopefully, yeah. I, I don't know if like normal duo games like this, but my streamer duo games and ranked are just kind of like, there's a party in the duo lane from like minute two to like minute ten of like four man rotations on both sides. There's a lot of rotating to duo in ranked, um, so I think that it'll probably make it a bit more snowballing duo, hmm. which is a little scary. I think. Sure. Uh, just if if you get behind, if you're down, if you're down like one k, it's already a little unlucky and then if they get scepter on top of that it's like okay i literally can't 1v1 this guy anymore
1: do you really think that hunters are going to be the ones taking the scepter
2: uh if they're fighting on the other side of the map and the enemy adc already has the lead then yes
1: sure yeah if it's just like up and they're fighting over solo side um I think that's definitely the case. But I think to Spinner the Spinner
2: was already taking that scepter. I'll have you know.
1: I <laughs> Listen, remember. We know who's getting it on the Titans, okay?
2: It's... Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we I was know. It's like, oh, they gave him the scepter again. Bro, okay, I
1: remember guys. early this early season nine when I'd be like play we'd be play testing and i'd be laning against Lermy and adc and she would walk into the lane with the scepter i'd be like mm-hmm. bro come on why is yeah, Lermy right. taking this man like every other support takes it i'm like yeah here you go support you can have yep, it Lermy's yep. like let's go baby i'm locked and loaded <laughs> that is yeah that that is a tilter for sure
2: it feels so good in adc when that thing's like clearing your way for you clearing the camps and you're just rotating around so vastly through the jungle yep it's so nice i mean i did see that it got like nerfed a fair bit yeah um which is probably a good thing uh because yep. before when the adc picked it up like i said they would just always win so maybe now you have like some fight back potential um now re- rereading the nerfs uh, it's still pretty strong, but hopefully it won't be like, okay, this guy has Scepter, we literally can't do anything around him.
1: I will tell you from playtesting, it is noticeably worse. Like, I'm still okay. really pumped to have it. Um, mm-hmm.
2: As the ADC, or?
1: As any role. Uh, as okay. any role. Mm. But it is definitely not as insane as it used to be. Um, mm-hmm. It is not the primary objective anymore. You know, that was, like, the primary there's another oxymoron that was the primary tertiary objective right like it was below fire and gold uh scepter was like the big thing now it's much more about um the the trebs because that's your like gold thing um by collecting those offerings but you've got the scepter um Mm -hmm. as well so yeah i I don't know i think that it's gonna encourage a lot of rotations early to duo i could definitely see like levels 14 onwards no one's really rotating for it and it's just whoever has the pressure and duo is getting those for free um but i feel like that's not necessarily the worst because i i don't know if you agree with this barra but i feel like levels like 13 to 18 are typically some of the least like the least action-filled as a as an ADC like that's when you've kind of like handshaked mm-hmm. the lane you know it, it's either even or one player's ahead the player that's ahead is going to get to do what they want if it's even you're not really it, it's too risky to go for a, a solo kill or um a solo invade you're only playing with your team at that point um and that's like, you're just kind of resident sleeper farming for like four to six levels. Maybe now this will encourage a little bit more action over there during that time. But, you know, who knows?
2: Yeah, I feel like Jake's just going to come over and take it and then leave.
1: So. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well there's a wave there too he might as well get that oh, oh you're purple yeah, yeah, spawning course. too well i'm already here oh well, that's
2: just the good si- timing by me yeah yes.
1: like come on the side camps up the castle camp yeah i mean i might as well take that like it'll you actually don't need this purple do you bear um yeah,
2: sorry you've been ganked three times in a row but i need to share all this far
1: <laughs> yeah exactly that's uh, that's what you need to do um all right let's move on to the items because oh my god it's already eight twenty. Um, Mages, uh pen tree going back from twelve to fifteen. I think this is like a no-brainer personally. Everyone's magical protection went up by far more than three after 9.5. These items have mm-hmm. been really absent from the meta. I don't know that this actually makes them meta again. It definitely feels good. Um just like every time they lost three pen, you noticed it. You notice it getting mm-hmm. it back, but it's not as insane as it used to be going double flat pen. I've been messing with it a little bit in play tests, I don't know i don't know how much this really puts them back but i think it puts them it's a good it's a step in the right direction uh for mages i think this is the right direction for them i just don't know if it's enough enough
2: yeah i agree with everything i don't know if it's enough to push the like stacking items out it depends on like the pace of mid lane i think yeah and the items that are strong and, or not the items, but the gods that are strong. admit if you like need the, like say like the Risen buff, if Risen can go the double uh, flat pin and just annihilate people again, then it'll be strong. But yeah I'm not sure if he can, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. All right. I don't want to touch all of these because I don't know. Uh, we weren't necessarily planning on splitting patch notes into two episodes. We probably could, especially with the pace of this uh show so far. But let's see. Let's see where we get to. Uh, bobble. Meaningful change here, losing five percent of its protections debuff.
2: I I'll be honest with you, I have not seen this item at all.
1: So understood. Uh, I
2: don't know because I haven't seen it. There it is. Uh,
1: heavy executioner. This one matters a good amount to you. Shelter gets a buff, but I think it's gonna be pretty good. Um, I don't know if Barry has anything else. Uh, Um, heavy executioner. Attack speed cap one point seven five to one point nine.
2: I think it's... <laughs> this is just a, such a weird item, because it feels so niche, like a Scotty item, or like a Haim item, or like an her item. I am not as sold on Heavy X-y as everyone else is. Mm. Interesting. I, I feel like Ferocious is just so much better. Sure. Um, and I feel like my... The thought process in my head with Heavy Axie is I need the rest of my build to form around this item. Mm-hmm. Um, which... It, it's... Like, like, say for Scotty, for instance, like would I rather have to auto-attack for my penetration? Or can I just apply Titan's Bane and already have the pin on like those two auto-attacks where I don't feel like I need to apply the pin for like, my dog and stuff? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that would just change the way that my brain thinks about it. But I mean, heavy XE, and then your dog hits them. Your dog already has a pin, so you're like getting double pin. So maybe that's good. Uh, I don't know. It. I'll have to do some playtesting with it, but I still feel like it's not really a hunter item because I feel like yellow damage is so strong right now. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think. Maybe if Silver Branch went off of the cap of the heavy X-E, it'd be more attractive.
1: But <laughs> Yeah, you yeah. think that might be good there? If you could just build yeah. two point five attack speed, get that amount of pen and get an insane amount of power <laughs> Vera,
2: what? I, That's bro, I just I'm just saying this arm doesn't seem that attractive for hunters. That's I mean, fair.
1: That's, that's, that's fair just
2: my honest opinion yeah and, that's and, a I, res- and I respect that
1: it so. sure Thank would you. yep if rod of tahuti <laughs> was 500 gold it would be more attractive um to me as a mage player for sure yeah that would i would like it
2: <laughs> yeah but you can't get that so <laughs>
1: right i can't um i could by the way i could just change it and no one would be able to stop me except for everyone who found that issue it before it went live and then stopped me but you, you are among those people. that way, though. So true. That's there's no doubt about. There is no doubt about that. Um, cheap. Yeah, just simply cheap. Uh, sovereignty, Sentinels, Benevolence, War Flag, some adjustments. Don't think we have to really touch on those. Soul Eater.
2: Some need a nerf. Some need a nerf. So this is this is good. That one has been OP forever. It
1: is still OP, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's still OP. Yeah,
2: I think do disagree. I
1: think all I, I I think you're hard pressed to make me admit that any aura item isn't OP. I think aura items are really, uh, like, I think almost all of our tank aura items are absolutely insane. Like, prop giving aura items.
2: As a backliner, I completely agree, and you guys should stop bidding selfishly and buy my aura items. Buy them, dude. That Here's the crazy thing to me, please dude. That sounds
1: know what's but cra- You know what the craziest part about these aura items are? Is that the what? people who bought them get the aura. Oh.
2: That
1: That's crazy. That is crazy. That's nuts, though. Uh, you're just
2: double stacking.
1: You're just doubling up? uh soul eater takes 25 more stacks to evolve and decrease the passability lifesteal from 25 to 20 percent um how much do you think this changes this item's viability losing those 20 needing 25 more stacks and losing five percent
2: i feel like the 25 more stacks doesn't really matter that much uh i guess a soul eater might have a different opinion but from from a duo lane perspective that doesn't seem that big of a change uh I think the bigger one is the ability lifesteal. I think that definitely affects them. Also, I heard that this was proking completely, or healing completely out of combat, so I'm not sure if that's a real thing, but Me that either. might be why the item has seemed so strong. I've heard it doesn't get anti-heal debuffed.
1: Mm,
2: I'm not sure if that's true or not, but... Yeah,
1: I'm not sure it is either. I you have my word, podcast listeners. I'll follow up on that. I'll I'll make sure that we're uh, we're looking into that. I'm sure that I'm sure that we already are. Uh, mm-hmm. Kitten of Doom on Twitter is like the QA god, just always on top of all these bugs and that kind of stuff. So I'll, I'll double check, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I will say I've play tested with Soul Eater a good amount over the last few weeks, um, and I have died twice on. And I kid you not, I died today. In a playtest at 76 Soul Eater stacks. Um, and I would have lived if I had the if I had it evolved. Uh, so it's doing something. You know? OP item. OP item. Uh, but fu- I-, I think this item is really fun. I definitely understand it's frustration level. But I think this item is really fun to use. And so there is some value in that. Um, it just might not be super fun to go against. Uh, Black Blackthorn Hammer, Warrior's Axe. Both getting a little bit more power or damage and uh, warrior's axes proc case uh, breastplate of vigilance also uh, unlucky for you bera now has a bigger basic attack reduct damage reduction aura range but to be fair bera how often have you actually played against breastplate of vigilance
2: uh a few times here and there but it like fell off so hard yep. after i can't remember what patch it was but it was, like, every single game, then it was, like, maybe one out of, like, 25, 30 games. So. I'd be
1: surprised if it was that much.
2: Yeah, so, uh... I don't see it too often anymore, but this might make it a little... Actually, yeah, that range is pretty nice. So, yeah, this will this will definitely make it more attractive uh, for certain auto-attack-based team comps, in my opinion. Yes. Or against those, sorry. Yeah,
1: against those. That's definitely, uh, that's definitely the move. Um mulan uh a god that i think will get hit pretty hard by soul eater nerfs this is one of the best soul eater users in the game um getting some buffs uh as part of you know potentially needing them and then also losing one of her main items uh in some effectiveness grapple was scaling cooldown that's a three 16 to 14 now it's 14 in all ranks uh and increase the damage on the arrow shot of her ultimate um by 25 it all ranks uh
2: how does that arrow shot come into balanced discussion
1: hmm how much do i want to reveal here
2: like how does that work you guys are like okay mulan needs a buff on the old and it's got to be how much should
1: i reveal here (laughs) um
2: I just want to know, because it seems like such a funny change of, like... It is It is
1: funny, and it is really niche, and I remember this yeah. conversation really well. Because <laughs> uh, 25 damage,
2: 25 flat damage doesn't seem like that
1: much. It, like- it is not, but, I mean, when you look at, like, warrior base damage changes, they often are, like, little things like yeah. this. And you can, you can guess how much uh, we think a god needs a buff or something like that um based on the amount how big the buff is that they receive right so this is like a low to medium low buff um Mm -hmm. if if this buff were like uh if if buffs were like steaks cook temperatures like (laughs) rare a rare one is like the most amount of change that's like a it's like like an insane buff you know, medium rare is like a pretty good buff. This is like a medium well buff. It's like it's not it's not nothing, but it's not that much at the same time. You know, um, uh-huh. this is a medium well buff. All right, I'm just gonna say it. You know, if <laughs> if, if, if I if I get talked to by clumsy or AJ, I get talked to. Um, I remember this discussion about the the ultimate arrow base damage in particular because we were. Debating back and forth where she could afford to get buffed without buffing her more, you know, without putting her under medium mm-hmm. rare territory, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, I would hate that. And we don't want that in this instance, though, that is where you want your steaks the vast majority of the time. If you're going <laughs> well, to a good steakhouse. I think it's, like, always. No, if I'm going to, like, a... I mean, I'm never in a million years ordering a steak at, like, Outback Steakhouse. It's not happening. But if I oh, were dude, to get are the one worst. there... I would never order medium oh. rare at some place like that. Like if I'm going to a place that I don't know how how good it is, I'm going to order yeah. medium my first time because that way if it gets on like if it gets undercooked, I'll still eat it where I don't really want a rare steak. I don't. It, Honestly, it grosses me out. Like I I don't want it. But I but at a really nice steakhouse, I'm getting medium rare cuz that's like perfect. You know, that's that's the best.
2: Yeah, I think I swapped after I was getting medium rare for a long time. And then there was one place near the studios that gave me a steak that, like, I could not chew through. And... Was it
1: Was it the place that we that everyone always went for? Yeah, like... it was a really nice place. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah.
2: And they gave me a steak. Like, I chopped it into, like, bite-sized pieces, and I chewed this steak for, like, over a minute.
1: That Everything is the was... worst, dude. I hate that.
2: Yeah, I was like, this thing is not disintegrating in my mouth like it should. And then
1: you're in public and you don't know what to do, right? Like, do you take the. Do you try and, like, swallow it with some water and risk, like, choking? Or do you try and do the discreet, like, you know you like go you, you have your blanket you like go to like wipe your mouth and you just give it a little like, like you just gotta spit out you try and spit it out as lightly as you can like in there you gotta like push it out with your tongue you it's know what still I mean? a giant piece of spit. yeah it's this huge thing and then you have to like wrap it up a little bit and like put it on your lap and then you'd feel like feel it the whole time yeah that's just the worst
2: dude i did the swallow technique and i just choked at the restaurant I felt the piece going down oh, my throat and no. I'm like I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die and I just got to just keep drinking water so hopefully it like went down my throat. But I remember the uh like the choking sensation of oh god, I'm gonna die. Like, that is terrible, dude. It was and then I also I think it was one time I was eating with Destiny's family. I went were we were at Outback, I think. And I got like a medium rare steak. This thing was like a hockey puck. Yep. And it was Rare, like that thing still moving came off the cow that day. Yep, like it, that was probably the worst steak I've ever had. Like, it was impossible to eat, like, it, yep. it, it, was, it was awful.
1: And, and there, uh, and I don't want, I, I really, I'm a very picky eater, um, and it's my problem, not the restaurants. And I understand and respect that. And I try really hard to not ever send any food back because that's a huge pain. You know, even if it's like a little mistake, like if it's something that I can take off or eat around or whatever, like I will always, always do so. And that's why I always, if I'm not going to a really nice steakhouse, I order a medium steak because then if it's underdone, I'll still eat it. If it's a little overdone, I'll be sad, but I'll still eat it. Whereas if it's, if I order medium rare and it's underdone, then I really don't want to eat it. And so that way I'm just insulating them from having me send it back um, is my thought process. Even if it means that I don't get the steak that I really want
2: do you think i can order my tofu that way
1: like medium rare tofu
2: yeah (laughs) i don't know i was like i'll take my tofu cooked in medium
1: dude i went to a japanese restaurant last week and we got some uh some type of tofu and it was quite good i that was my that i I haven't had much tofu what is it called like uh agadashi tofu
2: i've never heard that i don't know
1: yeah i don't know it banged it was really good um Yeah, a lot of
2: places will just give you like raw tofu, and I'm like, I don't want this. Yeah. This is not attractive.
1: You didn't order rare tofu, did you?
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I need some flavor.
1: Okay, so where where was I on this Mulan? Oh yeah, okay. So we were talking we we didn't want to give uh we, we were worried about, you know, where to buff Mulan, all that kind of stuff. And I thought about, you know, playing Mulan, watching Players who are much better than Mulan than I am play Mulan. And I thought about how a lot of the times the top players these days aren't even shooting the arrow as part of the ultimate because you can can't you can right-click cancel it after we've added that and guarantee your three um after the knockup. So you like root, knock-up, insta-cancel it, three them in the knockup, and so you don't even shoot the arrow for the base damage. And so That tells me that the arrow base damage probably isn't enough. And so we looked at arrow base damage. That's how we got there. And it's very niche. um, And those players will probably still do that because they value the CC and displacement and all that kind of stuff. Uh, But now, when they're not canceling it, there you go. Oh, it even says here in the dev notes. We want to incentivize players to use the full ability instead of canceling out of it early.
2: I literally would have never guessed that there you go i feel like you just gave so many like nuggets of wisdom to chat that they're going to appreciate so much i mean it's in
1: the dev notes i literally could have read that and been like oh yeah i can talk about that i i I, I hummed and hawed for like five minutes thinking about it
2: yeah but we got a 10 minute steak discussion (laughs) we sure did
1: and you know what they absolutely loved it um (laughs) this is (laughs) that's that's so funny (laughs) okay so now i'm pulling back the whole curtain we're just going full wizard of oz in the in this podcast okay (laughs) I was thinking about transitioning us into our ad read here for BetterHelp, Uh um, who's a a sponsor for this episode. And it says here at the very beginning... Oh, it says mandatory disclaimer, so I need to say this. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, It says... Talk about a time you got stuck focusing on problems instead of solutions. <laughs> and that's kind of exactly what we just did for like 10 minutes. So better help. I thought of a time when I uh, was chewing steak that I couldn't swallow uh-huh. in, a, in a restaurant with other people. And I didn't know if I should swallow it or spit it out. And this is not a situation that I'm going to talk to my therapist about on Wednesday morning. Um, but maybe it's maybe it could be if i started choking and everyone started looking at me and then i got a whole lot of anxiety about it then that would be absolutely something that i would talk to my therapist about so there you go um that is uh that is definitely one way that i could talk. well now i'm going to talk about it with my th- okay I'm, i've got i've i just absolutely have to move on um this <laughs> it's a i'm in a real mood today if you, yeah, you can uh, tell i like it if you if you couldn't tell um Listen, we have talked about uh, therapy in general and how BetterHelp is a very easy way to get into it. If you aren't clued into those, um, then you've been missing out, uh, both on podcasts, clearly, and in uh, helping you improve your life. Uh, Mm -hmm. Bear and I are both huge advocates for, for going to therapy, and we understand that it can be very stressful and difficult. To find the right therapist and that's why uh that's where better help really comes in so it's convenient accessible affordable and entirely online um you just fill out a brief survey and then you get matched with a therapist and it, the chances that the first therapist that that you find um maybe not with better help you know i i found my therapist uh through through a mutual friend but i've also been to like a million therapists before that that uh I didn't really vibe with. You get you switch off of them. It's very common. Better makes that very, very easy, uh to, to switch therapists at any time. So um really encourage you guys to to get out there and find someone to, to talk to. I think it's super important and will improve your life in more ways than than you really expected. Uh Barrett, you I uh, I know what the answer to this is, but um I'm guessing you agree.
2: Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Um, Before I started therapy, I didn't really value it that highly. And I was like, what can talking to someone do? Like, that doesn't seem that beneficial for me. And I, not that I viewed therapy as, like, a negative thing, but um, just watching Destiny go through therapy and the changes that she went through and all the things that she learned about herself uh it changed my view on therapy completely like i i I was a little cold to it to begin with just because uh, i don't know i think i think as a guy you just have this this guy just walls up you know and you just like i can solve all my own problems it's fine i don't need to talk to anybody like that's a sign of weakness you know but Sometimes you do need to talk to someone. Sometimes you need to talk to someone a lot more than you think you need to talk to someone. Yep. And, yeah, BetterHelp just makes it so easy to get that foot in the door the first time. Yep. And I, I talked about it a bit more on, like, previous episodes, but it therapy really changed my life, and I completely, completely want to push you guys towards it if you're struggling with anything, just... Just try it out. Just try out a few therapists. See if, it, see if you can find one that you mesh with. I mean, obviously, like Agro said, sometimes it doesn't happen immediately. Yep. Um, sometimes you have to look for a little bit. Sometimes it does happen immediately. Uh, just, if you're struggling with anything, just... I mean, I assume everyone's struggling with at least one thing in their life. Gotta be. But, uh, yeah, just just try it out. Just give, give the old college try,
1: give the old college try. I know uh, that we got to get back to these patch notes, but one last thing that, that I always hear that, that rubs me the wrong way is the, the thought that like, why, um, these, this person doesn't care about my problems. They only care because I'm paying them to all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I really hate that mentality. Um, about therapy you aren't paying them to care uh you're paying them for their expertise on understanding brains and thoughts and how they work and how they impact us um the right one you'll be able to tell when you find the right one that does care about what what's going on with you um yep so if that's uh, i've just heard that that thought so many times and um you know, I think it's just indicative of people who haven't found the right therapist or haven't given it a shot. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com backliners today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash backliners. Thanks to BetterHelp for being a part of the show. Okay. Nike was the next up on the buff list. Uh, barrier formation going down about 2 seconds as you as you rank it up. Um I think Sunder yeah. might be a little too good for Nike to be like super super strong right now, but this is uh you know, it helps. This ability's like really good when it's good.
2: Yeah, I haven't really seen too many Nike's lately either. So yeah. I don't really know if this is really going to bring her back into the light because uh, i think she's pretty far out of it right now i think this is probably more of like a nike jungle buff maybe than a nike solo buff mm, interesting just because i feel like he probably one shots more with the two late game but i feel like a lot of times late game when you're getting the uh, i guess now with a two second shorter cd i feel like it's not really going to come into play too much but like like aggro said i think sunder is a bit too strong for a uh, a solid Nike performance, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, Nike Jungle could uh, could be swinging for sure. Speaking of junglers, kuang Kwong um, getting a nice little buff here. So his attack chain is staying the same amount of time, but is going up in damage. Those middle two, like quick little flicks of the sword, are going from fifty percent damage to seventy percent. Oh, excuse me, drank my water too fast to seventy percent damage. Um, and then Wildstorm, did you know this ability had 40% scaling on a pure damage ability? Uh, that's seems crazy. Seems good. It seems good. Well, it's because it can have the two as well, right? Yeah, because yeah, it can yeah. proc the two. It was like doing insane damage before. Many, 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 many years ago. Um, 50% scaling now. Uh, better, but still pretty low.
2: Um, I think this is the second buff Alkong's received, right? I
1: yes, got he got buffed buff. not too long ago.
2: Yeah, so... Maybe some Alqualung jungle coming back. I swear this god's op with claw, and no one's playing it. But maybe this god just sucks.
1: Yeah, I'm more on your side of the uh, the first thing you said. A um, uh getting a buff on her passive, uh, increase the duration of the buff that you get okay. from her passive from 2.5 seconds to four.
2: Me and Mask both thought this buff or her passive was on the initial hit i did not know that it was a duration buff uh-huh uh, i thought it was only on like the initial hit nope so uh learned something uh a few days ago actually last week when i was when we were going over past didn't mask
1: play like a bunch of a willix when he was in the spl i feel like that was it wasn't one of his like top end picks you know it wasn't Rat or nausea or mercury or anything like that but like i remember him playing at least a little bit of a willix
2: yeah but i think that's just one of those things where like you just feel it happening but you don't actually know it's happening
1: it's true every time an a one shots you and then you play a the next game and Uh you do zero damage it's because of this by the way Mm -hmm. Um, it's because of the fact that they procked their passive on you and you did not proc yours um yep it is crazy how important this passive is and i wonder how many like mid like i wonder how many plat players are playing around a passive you know what i mean
2: i feel like no one is
1: <laughs> like i wonder passive, how many masters like, players are playing around a willix passive now holy
2: yeah i did have an willix support today that pogged off like, okay completely pogged off so okay so might be some tech coming in uh could be that that cooldown's pretty short
1: yeah on the Maybe ultimate now. too get down to 60 seconds now at level 20 plus i I mean mean, you're building 40 percent cdr in this character every game right there's like no games where you're not building that bro gravity surge buff with erendite like erendite's really good right now like your damage just popping this and then like blinking on someone must be absolutely absurd like holy crap gravity surge is one of the coolest ultimates of the game i don't think it gets enough credit for how cool it is
2: the ones over the walls were always the sickest where it's like and it really looks like blind knockup and you just yep. pull somebody over the wall. Oh. Yep. I think it was like an adapting clip under like a mid-tier two. They did that to someone. And I still remember it.
1: But isn't it cool when she's like it's late game and you see her in the jungle like setting up for like a 4-1 split on a Phoenix Siege, and mm-hmm. she just like gets off Suku pops the ult and then insta blinks in and just starts trading like that's such a cool like there's not that many ultimates that are like that it's kind of like set and yeah that's yeah. it it's like a true it's a stim ult with an active component at the same time um mm-hmm. and i think that's really really sick oh Willick's cool character for sure i don't remember who was lead designer on her i don't remember um naja okay i've seen so much naja hype let me read the buff okay uh this in- god's OP there we go increase base damage on our Millery sash uh by 20 at all ranks and lost two seconds on cooldown and now wind fire wheels before you only got prots after you landed um so you had to connect and you had to take them up in the air now you get those prots no matter what whenever you fire it so you fire it you miss they beads you whiff it out the window who cares you get these prots, and you still get the same prots from landing. They're actually up a little bit uh, by 10 at all ranks. Everyone is talking about now how Najah is insane. Are these buffs that big? I mean, these are these are rare... Like, this is rare tier buffs, right? Like, these are big buffs. But I don't think Najah was a god that anyone thought was any amount of good before this patch.
2: Yeah. Besides Scream. I thought, I thought she was good before this patch. Or I thought he was good, I guess. Uh, before this patch. And... People just weren't playing uh Nausea and now I'm scared. I will be probably banning probably perma banning this character in ring Really? Because this god is so annoying to deal with like a sash ult Because, like if you're in if you're in a button, sometimes your beads don't go off, or like ping wise, sometimes your beads don't go off. And this character is just so annoying to play against, and if it's like and a support nausea that goes like glad shield is probably going to wreck you and you can't really do much against it and i played against a lot of nausea in ranked and that god just farmed me like it's just i feel like it does so much damage and just i don't know it's it's a really annoying god to play as a as a backliner yes and i yeah i'll just be banned as god forever
1: I'm interested to see how uh, good Naja truly is because you're not the only one saying that he might be one of the best gods in the game now. Um, I think that'd be cool. How long has it been since Naja was one of the best gods in the game? Probably a long time.
2: Um, Same with Susano.
1: (laughs) Same with Susano, that's right. Uh, Increased the scaling on his two by 15%, increased his uh, Typhoon ultimate damage by a little bit and decrease the cooldown he also did get a non-conquest nerf because among assassins he is on the high end uh in non-conquest and of course you know the the constant reputation for being a duo queue abuser in arena and slash and all that kind of stuff so a little bit of a nerf there to to non-conquest but buffs in conquest um i'm a susano lover i love this god one of my favorite kits in the whole game um I'm pumped about this buff, and I think it'll it'll do a it'll do a lot for him. His ultimate is so good, and getting that up more often is is going to feel really good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I didn't even know that his all was 100 seconds. I guess he was like super OP in a previous patch somewhere, and it got changed from 90 to 100. Yeah, probably. Uh, but yeah, I I think this guy will be good um, given a, a few team comps, or when you can scale into the early mid game. Uh, and not get too punished, because I think that's where he's struggling for a while against, like, the warrior jungles and, like, lance jungle, and... I haven't seen too many lances lately in jungle. I think that character kind of fell off a bit uh, after you got pretty heavy nerfs, which were needed, in my opinion, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Susano will be pretty, pretty strong in Conquest.
1: Excited for it. Uh, Kukukan um, getting 25 base damage on Zephyr. That's the AO1. This guy's
2: already OP, man. You think so? Yeah, bro. This this character, like buffing. Okay, buffing Cuckoo Raw Vulcan in a Naja buff patch. Uh huh. I love feel it. Like the meta is defining itself. Like, love it. I think...
1: Bro, when was the last time secure ultimate mages were meta? Besides said Okay. Besides ESEP. And when was the last time the Naja was top meta?
2: come on oh that's, no
1: that's how it's gotta be
2: uh i just think it's funny it's just it like, is fun okay i had the same thought <laughs> yeah right
1: i had the same I, thought
2: i got a one shot kit you better not step in the mid lane better not better
1: not uh yeah raw gets 15 percent extra scaling on his ultimate i love playing rom so ex- i'm really excited to play this patch man i think it's gonna be really fun i'm really stoked about playing some playing some rank tomorrow
2: I think the big mage ultimates are just the hypest ults in the game, so it makes mine a bit more fun and scary.
1: Dude, I'm just imagining someone hitting a fat raw snipe in the esports arena in Arlington, Texas, for worlds, and the sold out crowd going crazy, and I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it, bro. Man, I'm so pumped for that. You're right. There is nothing better than a sick like mage ultimate that just. Wait, Scylla got
2: buffed too? Scylla
1: got buffed too, baby. Bring it in. <laughs> Bro. But hold well, on, we gotta get we okay. gotta we gotta cover this one because the Vulcan one was okay, met sorry, with, sorry, with a sorry, good sorry. amount of controversy. Yeah, uh, backfire no longer counts as a movement ability, which means it can be fired while crippled. Um, and his Inferno Cannon goes down and mana costs and cooldown. So a lot of discussion on the Reddit about this uh, change to Vulcan and how liked or disliked it was. Um, What are your thoughts on, on the backfire change in particular for, for Vulcan?
2: I think this is a really cool and good change because I don't think it really counted as a movement ability anyways. Cause I feel like, I mean, some people are backfiring their way through the jungle and some people aren't. So I, I, I don't think it should have been counted as a movement ability anyways. Um, I think it's a little weird uh, that it was. I mean, it makes sense that it was, but it just—it's you're like moving like two feet backwards. So, uh, I think this will just make Vulcan much safer, depending on the like gods he's playing against. And I think I, I, I think Vulcan's just a cool character to be in the meta. And I feel like he hasn't really had a spot in the meta for. A very, 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 very long time. So, yes, I feel like that's not really a bad thing to give a god that hasn't been meta in literally years buff. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I feel like this is pretty needed. Well, I you mean, know,
1: the the counterpoint that I'm sure that the people who are upset about this would make is that there are other buffs to give him that are not this one, um, which is obviously true. That is a true statement to make um
2: yeah, you can say that by anything,
1: right? correct yep well that's you don't point that <laughs> out um oh, sorry th- this this ability is not it's not its primary purpose is not movement um its movement is, is there in my opinion as really effective and powerful flavor um you know that's what they call it in like magic and a lot of game design when, th- when something's there just for, just because it feels right. It doesn't serve a huge purpose, anything like that. Now, this obviously does serve a purpose, but its primary purpose is there as flavor, in my opinion. Um, and yes, you can use this to dodge things. Uh, you will use this to dodge things, both intentionally and unintentionally. It does not meet the same level um of it, th- this god does not have a lot of tools to deal with hard crowd control he's got no hard he's no he's got no cc immunity anything like that this will not break this character um if vulcan yeah, okay. becomes really good it will not be because he lost the counterplay of being crippled um there aren't character there are, like what character has their primary damage <laughs> on a movement ability you know and it's not even a movement i guess yeah you could argue that but like this this is this is not a primary movement ability i i think is it perfect consistency no but we've never had like no one has perfect consistency arthur has incidental movement on his basic (laughs) attacks and he can move while he's crippled right so like it, it feels better it's good like ship it uh, I'm excited for this buff. I think it's a no-brainer. Um,
2: yeah, I, I honestly think this should have been a thing anyways, because I feel sure. as a Vulcan who has been crippled before, it's like, okay, I guess I'm dead. <laughs>
1: like, yep, exactly. You hit
2: me with one cripple, I guess I'm dead. There's nothing I can do. So I I feel like this should have been a thing anyways, um, and I think it's fine to do. Like this, I don't think it's as game-breaking as people make it out to be. I think it just... Vulcan players can now play the game into like an Aru and a Cupid. Sure. So, uh,
1: chat to their credit is pointing out a Wilix and Tyr as two gods whose main damaging abilities and are shut down by cripples. Thor, sure. You know that one's less clear to me, but th- that is a lot of his damage for sure. Um, so I uh, I I get it. Well, you can even throw Thor him, or you just can't TP to it when you're crippled. So that one oh, that one isn't, it isn't quite the same. But you know th- those are those are fair, is, especially in Tyr's really case, won't. he's a warrior, you know, like that's...
2: Imagine Thor's when he can't... Just there. throw his
1: hammer, he's like, my hand is crippled, I, I can't, can't move! Get this thing out of my freaking hand, man, I can't! Um, okay, Crush. This this buff is one that just makes so much sense to me, because Scylla is a god that wants to last hit gods with her ultimate, because it, re, because it resets it, you know, you get to use another charge. Crush... Gives you magical protection reduction in the area. But it only gave it while it was on the ground. So you had so much inherent tension in the kit where you wanted to 1-2 while the 2 was underneath them and they're still root crippled. You go for the ultimate. You hit when the prot tread is there. But then your crush was just there to prot tread. You couldn't use it to deal the damage to set up to actually kill with the ultimate and still get the prot tread. This just makes this kit flow so much better, in my opinion. Um, and Um This might break her, by the way. This might be insane. Like, I would not be surprised if this catapults her from, like, no play rate at a high level to at a lot of play rate at a high level because I think it matters a lot. 15% magical protection reduction is huge, but it just makes sense. Like, I'd rather have to nerf this down the line than have it interact in the way that it did. I think this just makes way more sense
2: again i think this is another mage that's kind of just been dead for a while at least a few months i've seen like i think i've seen like three sillas in like four months so yeah. not many people picking her there's just more reliable mages to play that can get their damage off with this buff i think as Agra said i completely agree with the tension in the kit because watching Scylla players try to like min max the magical prop reduction over and over and over again is pretty funny so yeah i think this just makes it way more attractive again in a nausea buff patch so you know all, all of these big set of mages are just getting a big buff and uh you know yeah. And i'm pumped about it and i'm pumped and about it, pumped about it. <laughs>
1: uh i will say i feel like it's my duty to pass on great knowledge uh when i can Um, To all you Scylla players out there, many of you will probably start playing Scylla again after this buff. If you are in your ultimate and someone is juking around you trying to make you miss, the best thing to do is is Andy them. You have to Andy special them. You have to to zoom up to them. They're going to be dodging, weaving, ducking, diving, dodging. You just run up and you right click cancel and one them. Like right in their face. And then you one-to them right in their face. It works every time. It's uncounterplayable. It's actually not, but it works like every time. No one ever expects it. It's the Andy Special. It's genius. Do it. Um, yep. Upwash the final mage on the list. Again, using the new non-conquest balance as a way to keep these gods where they are, where they are, or adjust them as necessary while making them better in conquest. This was a huge uh, cornerstone of this system and i th- and i think it's really exciting to get buffs for gods like opwash and susano who historically have been difficult to buff um a little bit of extra damage on fleeting breath empty the crypts revert on the duration is kind of the Moswall patch huh like vulcan uh True. opwash
2: True.
1: you know nausea for his jungler um i think opwash is like probably pretty good as a counter pick um, not even just into healers, but like into comps that can't kill him super well. Um, after this change, like I think that he's going to be very serviceable. Um, at his job, his job might not always be good. Um, but at his job, he is going to be good, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, Miridon push goes crazy. So yeah, I think with so many like soft heals being in the game, with Soul Eater still, in my opinion, being in a relatively strong spot. I think anti is really strong, and characters like Pooch are really strong, but uh, he does die very easily to a lot of assassins, so kind of have to be a, a non-mobile mage gamer to learn how to position with these characters, so. Yep. Probably, you know, pretty good outside of Conquest, but uh, his old CD did go up outside of Conquest.
1: Dude, I love playing Immobile Mages. It's so fun.
2: I'm the same way with Immobile Hunters, dude. I just have more fun playing Immobile Hunters.
1: Yeah, I mean, playing playing mobile mages is really fun, too. I don't know. i was at a point where I'm, like, really having fun with Smite right now. And I just, like, hey. everything, I'm just like, damn, that sounds fun. I want to do that. Oh, wait, that sounds fun. I want to do that. You know what I mean? Like, that just kind of i on that.
2: My Heim gameplay has gotten so much better. And I am just ratting all over the place. You're like, loving it? I'm loving it. And it just feels so fun to just harass people. And just do a few, like, little Zatman TPs here and there. Yep. And, uh, he, he, I think he's by far, the like, the most fun hunter for me right now.
1: That, yeah. I love that. I love that kit. Um, his kit is just so cool. It's so cool. Um, okay, Kuzinbo. Uh, passive description, do one really have to cover. His ultimate now doing a little bit more damage uh, in subsequent spins. Not the initial hit, but if you get hit by multiple spins... And he now gains some mitigation while uh, this ability is channeled. So a little bit harder to kill. I think this god is already really hard to kill in that ultimate. Um,
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: So now he's like pretty much invincible is my guess during that alt. But it doesn't last that long. I don't know. Kuzumbo is one of those gods that I think... I think... If... If... If we could be... We could ascend. We could be all-knowing beings... And we could know the actual absolute strength. If every God was played to perfection, who would actually do the most? Who would be the best? Um, I think Kuzumbo is up there. I think this God is crazy uh, at what he can do. He's just like really weird and really hard to do it with, which is like kind of a, a, a flavor, bringing that back, like a flavor win. You know, he's like a weird, like kind of off-kilter God and lore and all that kind of stuff. So like kind of makes sense. Um but yeah, I don't know. I think this god, like, if you can be a good Kuzumbo... Kuzumbo would be a really good one-trick god. Like, you would win a lot of games if you played 100 Kuzumbo games in a row and just got really, really good at abusing this kid.
2: I think he has uh, some games where he does absolutely nothing, and then also, as a backline, trying to follow up on a Kuzumbo push is Very sometimes hard. impossible. Because yeah. I... Every Kuzumbo player pushes differently. Sometimes they push him right on the wall. Sometimes they slide him off the wall. Sometimes they, they try to do, like, a big U-turn, try to, like, shove him into your face, and he's, like, behind you, and you're like, oh, no. So, yeah. It's... I I don't value this guy as highly, I think, as you do, because I feel like I've seen a lot of Kuzumbo's just do absolutely nothing. I think he's more of, like, a soul winner than a support. Yep. Um, unless... He's like the most broken support if he gets a lead. And yep. if he doesn't get a lead, he is the worst support in the game because he's just useless at his job.
1: Yep. Do not disagree. Uh and finally, last but not least, it's the Hunters. Uh Rom gets a little bit of a buff to Astral Strike, the one, helping him clear a little bit less mana. And the ultimate gets a damage revert. Um, it looks like only 10 base damage, but because of the way that the damage is calculated, it's percentage based on the you know, on the ultimate and all that kind of stuff. So uh, much more than just 10 damage. Um, I think the revert makes sense. You know, this was one-shotting people pre 9.5. Um, they have a lot more health and protections now. It is much, much harder to get one shot by this ultimate. It's still going to be good when you hit all three. It always has been good. It, can, it just had a little bit of room to get better, I think.
2: Yeah, I saw in chat, I wanted to bring this up, because it is a realm uh, buff, but why doesn't his one scale off of physical power? And, like, Shablonk uh, one does. What's, like, the... What do you think the thought process is there? Do you think it's because his basic attacks are already, like, being empowered by his physical power? And, like, Shablonk one, bola? Doesn't it hit the person he's hitting, so it like splashes behind.
1: Yeah, so excuse me, my uh I'm just like getting trolled by my body um during this podcast. Yeah, I think the big difference is that Rom can hit the exact targets that he wants to with this increased uh, okay. damage. Um whereas Jibalanke can't. Um So, you know, Rom can hit six, seven, eight targets, you know, if there's two gods in the minion wave he can hit all eight x-ball can't um so that 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 would be my like general thought on that like it it certainly could um we could do it that way but there there probably isn't a whole lot of value to reworking the way this ability works when it already like works well like it, it feel i think it feels pretty natural i think it feels pretty good um and it's a change that could happen but personally i, I don't see a whole lot of value in it makes sense yeah um how, how good do you think rom do you think you know rom's one of those guys that i haven't seen like any of speaking of you know how you saw like sila i haven't seen like any rom recently do you think that this it matters for him or he's still probably lower on the tier list
2: I don't think it matters too much. Um, it's more of, in my opinion, more of a uh, SPL buff. Because I think Rama's a very good SPL hunter. Whereas he's just safe, you can snipe backline. But in ranked, it's like, okay, there's eight people in my lane, my roll goes three feet, and I'm dead. <laughs> and, okay, I'm thing up, and I'm in the air, okay, I'm dead on the drop. <laughs> like, I feel like... Brahma is just that type of character that just feels way better in SPL and competitive uh, settings than in ranked. Cause yes. You just kind of die on this god. You can delay your death, but you just kind of die on him. He, he doesn't really have, well, he doesn't have any self-peel. So you kind of need your boys with you. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't think it will do too much uh, Fair in enough. Com- Or in ranked, but uh, in comp and SPL, I think it will
1: there enough and finally it's cernanos kernanos uh, i forget um passive damage gets 10 percent more uh, uh that's so a lot that is a lot and this already does a lot um also a little bit of extra damage on bramble blast more than just a little bit there, there is a lot of ticks on that ability i forget exactly how many it is but i remember yeah, looking at it me. being like man that is uh that is a lot of ticks i would be kind of surprised if we didn't see some CERN mid lane some certain duo lane i'm gonna be messing yep. around with some certain jungle like uh, i think it's gonna be pretty good
2: it's definitely gonna feel really good on his jungle clear yeah and uh as in my opinion the meta is kind of like clear oriented uh, i think this will feel very good
1: yeah yeah i think Cern is gonna rise to the to the near top of the of the adc pool you know he uses yeah. the the scaling from transcendence well that's like the meta build um yeah Cern's gonna be good
2: yeah i feel like you can also just box frontliner so easily now mm-hmm. with like applying the prostrate and then swapping over to your lifesteal stance and then you're just 35 percent extra that's a lot that's that a is. lot
1: you got to be really close. A lot of damage. Yeah. You know, you got to be really close for sure to be dealing. So when 35%. you're smelling
2: that soul later, You're gonna do a lot of damage.
1: They're gonna be never mind. Um, yeah, we're, we're we're just gonna go ahead and not talk about that one. Um, before we move on to the random question of the week, I do. I, I feel like it's my civic duty as a game dev and as uh, one of the more um, public-facing Zeus fans out there. To shut this suggestion down every time I see it. Someone oh, in chat... Bring
2: the two back?
1: Yeah, bringing the two back. Everyone always says this. It's not you, specific chatter. I see this on Twitter. I see it on Reddit. I see it in Twitch chat. This buff is not a good buff for Zeus. Because all it does <laughs> is increase his Urity. frustration exponentially. This ability is what I think is the core frustration of Zeus. Because it... it dumbs down his combo you don't have to hit anything or anyone who's moving with the one you just hit the two imagine this scenario dear chatter you're playing against a zeus (laughs) he walks up to your tower he throws the two you walk out of range he instantly recalls it and now now it's on cooldown right away instead of having to wait that whole time and if you're in range he would have just tossed the one and done a million damage to you but if you aren't in range he will just toss it bring it back And now I'm going to do that again in eight seconds because I've got cooldown. And I'm just going to do that again until, you know, we're on a tower siege, we're on a phoenix siege, whatever, we're on fire giant. I'm just going to do this every eight seconds until your frontliner messes up and then I'm going to deal half your team's health. Over and over and over and over again. At least with the way the two works now, it's a commitment, you know. It's it's a long cooldown. It's going to last a long time out there. You use it as a zoning tool and then it's on cooldown. That's a much more interesting play pattern to me than, did you mess up this time? Nope. Okay. How about this time? Nope. Uh, This time? Okay. Yeah, you messed up. Chain lightning, ultimate, detonate, you're all dead. Um, (laughs) It's not to say it'll never happen. You know, it's a popular suggestion for a reason. It would feel good for him. Um, I'm just here to tell you that I am not your friend in the room in this argument. Uh, I will argue against this every time because I think it will be... Not even that much break. fun for Zeus, um, and it will just be miserable to play against. is my mm-hmm. uh, Is my thought. Now we start talking about stun on three charge detonate again. I'm your man. You know Woo! what I mean? Like I'm I'm back in there. That's uh that's the thing, because it's really like when you whenever you're playing Zeus and you need to kill someone, you just like need someone to CC them in your ultimate, and that just feels really bad to need this middleman. You know. And if there's one thing we know, it's that middlemen aren't necessary. And it's because Mint Mobile is the one who taught us that. You know what I mean? Like, they started taking the game to the next level by eliminating the middleman. You know, they don't have these brick-and-mortar stores that you don't need. I don't want to need this stupid support to stun them in my ultimate. It's the same sort of deal. Zeus could be the Mint Mobile of new smite gods taking the game to the next level, making quality phone service for just 15 bucks a month. Zeus could be quality slaughtering enemy mid laners for just like one button and just detonate you know what i mean bear are you picking up what i'm putting down
2: cool i was trying to combine quality and slaughtering but it didn't really work out as well as i thought it would it's kind of an unattractive combination but yeah i get what you're putting down unlike
1: Uh, mint mobile and saving quality phone service you know unlike though oh so close uh, it's an unt- unattractive combination unlike saving money and having great service at the exact same time. That's what... Can we edit that out in post-production? Um, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, thank you. Uh, listen, for anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. You get the best rate whether you're buying for one or at a family. And at Mint, families at just two lines. You get your unlimited talk, text, high-speed data delivered on the nar- nation's largest 5G network and Barracuda and his partner Destiny are both on Mint Mobile. So, you get to tell your friends and family and extended family that you have the same phone plan as Season 1 world champion Barracuda. And if and that won't get exactly them off your right. back, like they're on your back about all the stuff, you know, what are you going to be what are you going to be studying in college or, you know, when are you going to try and uh, change jobs, or, you know, all this kind of stuff. When are you going to get a new place? When are you going to win Worlds again? All of those things are going to be answered, so except for that questions. last one. If you oh. simply tell them, I actually have the same phone plan as Barracuda and Derby Bear. Because, Barra it's working for you guys. You know, it, it, it's doing well.
2: Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, it's the same... Uh, same... Dude, my brain is frying right now. It's this, the T-Mobile... Uh, it's the same... Network. Network. That's it. Is T-Mobile, and I used T-Mobile before, and absolutely loved them. And the service is impeccable. It's the easiest thing you can do. It's literally fifteen dollars a month. <laughs> I don't think that there's another wireless company out there that provides that that tier of quality service at such a low price. And it ships straight to your door, you get a fresh little SIM card, you pop that bad boy in, and now you're paying $15 a month. So easy. So easy. And uh, You know, I'll love you for it. You know, me, oh. me and I will both love you for it. Forever.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, sure.
2: We're, we're in this commitment together.
1: Why not? Destiny in the chat saying that she just removed, renewed her Mint mobile service for the year, and it was like 200 bucks for the yep. whole year. Yep. How long would it take you, dear chatter? To reach $200 for the year on your phone bill. A few months? How about 12 How about the whole damn thing? To get your new wireless plan for just $15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash backliners. That's mintmobile.com slash backliners. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash backliners. Thanks to Mint Mobile. Again, the best way to support the show is, of course, to hook it up with the sponsors. Speaking of which, speaking of supporting the show... It's almost there. You know, I actually did create the beginnings of our Patreon page. I started filling some things out. Barry and I have some details that we need to hammer out right after this, like how many cents is he getting per dollar that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like five cents to my dollar, but we're gonna we're gonna negotiate that right after this show. Um, mm-hmm. So keep your eye out for that. It is uh, on the way. The Discord is created for it. All that kind of stuff. Um, so we are we are inching ever closer. To having a patreon if you want to uh, support us that way as well um okay time for our random question of the week bera yesterday uh-huh i had, well last weekend you know it was a really fun time we went to like this this party for our friends engagement it was great it was super fun but i was very socially drained at the end of this um i played a magic tournament that i didn't think i was going to be playing in i was very under practiced played like it did not play well Wasn't that upset about it because of that. Um, But I just really needed to... I I just felt like I was just a little grumpy pants, you know? Like, I was just grumps. And I didn't really... uh, I kind of understood why, but it wasn't really warranted. But, like, sometimes you're just in that mood. And I went out, um, and I decided I was going to go golfing. And none of my friends like me that golf. um, So they all said that they didn't want to come with me. And I went to the golf course that's closest to my house, and they had a lot of open tee times and i said hey could you could you just fit a single expecting to get paired with someone cuz what golf courses typically do and he said yeah just go out and you know pay it and go out to the first tee whenever you're ready i played 18 holes alone totally by myself on a beautiful great. sunday afternoon listen to football listen to my audiobook a little bit listen to some music at different times just had my airpods in played a couple extra balls because it, there was no one behind me
3: that oh, that's that, the
1: best. that was one of the most relaxing afternoons I've had in my entire life. I loved it. It was so good. And now whenever I think I need just like something to decompress, I just need something to do for just me, I am going to be trying to emulate that exact experience probably for the rest of my life. What is your, I just need some me time. I just want to like reset, get my mantle right. Like what is your activity in order to do something like that?
2: Uh, so, first off for me, really good question, by the way. Thank didn't you. Really good answer. That was, that, was a, that was a good story. Thanks. Um, I will put my phone down. That's uh, key. Because... Can't
1: use it. Well, I was using my, it to listen to stuff, but that's it.
2: Yeah, that's different. Um, my phone is connected to work, and it's connected to everything. So, during SPL seasons, I'm constantly distracted by it. Even non like S P L I'm still constantly distracted by it. So step one for me is to put my phone down. Um, and step two is probably to go for a nice hike, one that I haven't been on before. Mm. Um, I go on a lot of hikes alone, and I, I like being alone, but it's still kind of scary because I like going to places that I haven't been before. Yeah, that's usually going... not the
1: best combination.
2: Yeah, uh, but I do have a nice little app. I think it's called, like, AllTrails. And it gives you, like, the the full trail that you'll be hiking. And it will also give you, like, the GPS coordinates of where you are on the trail as you're hiking it. Oh, that's cool. And then it also has, like, emergency, like, things put in place to, in case you, like, anything happens while you're hiking. Sure. And so that's a big safety thing for me. And I, I, there's just something about, I mean, I still listen to music while I'm hiking. Like I'll have my phone in my pocket or like my, I have like a little hiking backpack that I go with Mm -hmm. and I'll put my phone back there. So I'll be listening to music out there, but sometimes like I went to a beautiful waterfall the other day and I just sat there for like 30 minutes. Like I took my earbuds out, like there was these gorgeous rocks everywhere and there was just a big waterfall coming down, like splashing down the rocks right Ooh. next to me. And I just I just laid there like it was so nice. Uh, there was some ants hanging out next to me and we were buddies for nice. a while. And it was it was like the loud waterfall kind where it's just like you can't really be stressed. Or you can't really think about your problems while you're out there. Mm-hmm. And that's just the biggest thing for me is I think working from home. I need to get out of the house to relax. Dude, yes,
1: yes. I was just about to say, my brain is like, you know, I got home after my magic thing, and I was like, man, I'm not in the great mood. Like, I just want to sit around and do nothing, you know? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll, like, watch some shows or something like that. And, it's all, like, every time I do that, I just stay in a bad mood for the rest of the day. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I just stew in it.
2: And I just sit You don't there. break the cycle. Like, you the gotta do it reset. different.
1: Yes, that is so. It, it's so hard because I know this, and then I get in that situation. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Typically, it's good when I leave, and I'm always so glad that I did. But yeah, right. This time, I really don't want to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really not yeah. feeling it. Trust
2: me, bro This time's
1: different. It's so <laughs> different this time around. Yeah, it it just goes to show like how much our brains self sabotage at times. Right. Um. But man. Yeah, go. That that was such a big part of it for sure. Which is being outside, feel like just being somewhere in nature. You know what I mean?
2: Real quick, me and Destiny were watching a YouTube video yesterday, I think, and it was it was like barefoot therapy or something like that. Mm. And it was showing that uh, walking around outside on like grass and dirt reduces inflammation in the body. Like, scientifically proven that it mm. reduces inflammation in the body. Do I have
1: to be wearing no shoes or socks for this to happen? Yes. Mm, I'm not doing it,
2: it. It, like, reconnects you or something and, like, restabilizes the yeah. body. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing Which... about me, Barra, This is a true story. I <laughs> oh, hate <no. laughs> walking around outside without shoes on. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Because the, the bottoms of my feet are very soft, Okay. I blame my Everybody. mom for this. I was never allowed to leave the house without shoes and socks on as a kid. I never, like, ran around, like, barefoot in the stones uh, and all that kind uh, of stuff. Yeah. And so the bottoms of my feet are, like, literally, like, baby soft. Okay, not literally that soft, but they are unbelievably soft. Every time I get a pedicure, the the person doing it is like, wow, the bottoms of your feet are really soft. And I'm like, thanks, I'm, I'm also very ticklish. I'm sorry, I'm about to, like... <laughs> absolutely dome you with a kick kick. in the face oh oh so close so many times um yeah that is so i really like it hurts like i step on one little rock and my day is like ruined my wife who like ran around in gravel barefoot all of her life will like could like step on legos and be like this is nothing you know what i mean me i see a lego and i'm 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 putting like a crime scene tape around it to make sure i don't get anywhere near it because i'm gonna ruin i'm gonna break my foot in half if i step on it
2: yeah i'm kind of the same way as you i got some i got some soft baby feet on the bottom it's so embarrassing
1: I... I feel i admit, it's <laughs> embarrassing t- how soft the bottom of my feet are <laughs> i'm embarrassed <laughs> about it
2: you want it to be hard like
1: no i just want it to be normal <laughs>
2: like i, I want a normal foot feel like how many feet have you felt then um, that it felt like soft versus hard uh
1: I, I don't know i guess i haven't felt that many feet but i know that like sentence. i know that is a really weird sentence but i know that other people can like walk on a sidewalk without being in pain without without shoes or socks on like
2: oh dude not those me random rocks on sidewalks are like daggers bro they dude, will they, they're, penetrate your foot
1: you're done for man and yeah. it's so hot like it burns me it, it, it burns. how do they do it? I walk like I go to the beach and I walk on the sand with my bare feet, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like freaking losing my mind. I'm like a, I'm like Bugs Bunny, you know, like like freaking flopping everywhere cuz the bottom of my feet burn so bad. And my whole family's looking at me like I'm freaking insane
2: the whole time.
1: It's cuz it's cuz I'm I've got little baby feet. They're soft.
2: Yeah, I can relate to that. I got baby feet
1: too. Babe, so we should now. we should put our feet through the real ringer, you know what I mean? Like we we really just have to dedicate a whole like week to just absolutely annihilating our feet. We're going to walk on nothing but Legos. In hot sand and hot asphalt gravel, Um, and after that week, our feet will be like disgusting and calloused, and we'll be men's men that way. You know,
2: is that better than soft?
1: (laughs) We only uh, those are our only two options, Bara. (laughs) Whatever, we're never aiming. We gotta aim for an extreme. You know, there's no way we could actually hit the mark otherwise. Um, All right, good answer, Barra. You know, this was a weird podcast, but. It was a good one at the same time. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't, then really uh, one, you don't have to YouTube it comment. It's fine. Oh, um, okay. We'll be back next week, maybe with harder feet this time. This time we'll do a foot hardness check-in uh, during uh-huh. next podcast uh-huh. episode. Uh, again, thanks to factor factorgo.factor75.com slash backliners130 or code backliners130 for sponsoring the show. Uh, Betterhelp.com slash backliners for 10% off. Um at BetterHelp finding your your first few appointments and of course Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile.com slash backliners. Um we'll be back next week to talk about something or something else. So Bera, you know what to do. Bye. Barra, that was a lot of pressure because we just said this was a good episode. Oh. And you were coming off a a, a rough buy last week, if you recall.
2: Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember and, and that, that was,
1: was really good. well done. I'm really proud you of you. Think? The pressure hey. was on, the heat was turned up, your feet hey. were scalling. And you still managed to deliver.
2: And something pinched in my back, and I've been squirming this whole episode. Wow. Uh, Something hurts a lot down there, and
3: i got to figure this out. Your version of the flu game. Well done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?